0: play a game. Where do you work? In the car?
1: Where do you are? that you appreciate their support of the show. Hey everyone, it's time for Geocache Talk. Whether you're at work, in the car, wherever you are, we hope you enjoy the show. Please give it a like and subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, Pocket Cast, TuneIn Radio, or Google Play, that you can get all the weekly Geocache Talk goodness. Big thanks to the Travel Bugs for the music and our patrons, Demon Hunter 2, Aggie Jedi Master, Electric Waterboy, Joshua the Geocaching Vlogger, Cashly, one kind word, Ravenclaw Tia, Shermanator eighteen, Butterfly Girl, Jane Jewel, the Aussie geocacher, the Geo Gearheads, Sodak Zack, the deadliest cashers, Terrell Two, Neil Moore, Molly the geocaching dog, Team D and D, Geocaching Adam, Peachy twelve seventy six, the no code geocachers, PJ Hugs, Tick Magnet. Marcipanic, Bricker John, Fire Safe Doc Firewoman, and our new patrons, FS Sabero, Geo Rick, Cash Attic Mel. And I messed that up last w- last week. It's not Cash Attic Me, it's Mel Cash Attic Mel. Uh, Geocaching Janji, the Geocaching Junkie, Sir Drumalot, uh, Janice, and Tri if you'd like to become a ca- a patron, ooh. Like a if you'd like
2: to become a geocacher? You'd like to become a geocacher?
1: Listen to the a, show. Head on over to patreoncom geocache talk for more details. Patrons get path tags, coins, which we've been sending out, coins, coins, yes. Ooh. Woohoo. And other geocaching swag during the year as well as invites to special oh. events only for patrons. Support levels start at as little as $3 a month. Well, let me start the show off by welcoming the co-hosts, Sydney. Hello, everybody. And Jesse. Good evening. And we're going to jump right into show number 67 for September 17th as we welcome Dan Hunsick to the show. Welcome to Geocache Talk, Dan.
0: Hi, guys. Thanks for having me.
1: You bet. We're looking forward to Talking about uh, the game and everything, it's going to be a, a very interesting night. I've always, I've always wanted to talk about this because I've seen this. I want to. I'm glad to have you on. We can talk about it. But first, a little news: uh, the coins are still for sale. There I am showing the coin, and they are, they're now seventeen dollars U.S. and twenty three dollars international. And you can buy them if you go to the bottom of the talk dot com page. You'll see a spot, and you can buy it either U.S. or international. Just pick 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 the right one, and you can do it that way. It says donate. It's just because the WordPress thing we use says donate. Don't worry about it. You're not you're buying a coin, so don't <laughs> worry about that. Yeah, it's not a trick. Just <laughs> put in your info, and I will send them. I've sent out pretty much everyone. Uh, we got one new patron tonight, so I've got to send his coin to him, but, um, I had to up the price just a little bit because I went to the, I went this week, um, to send them and I didn't realize it's like, y'all raised the prices. It's like, yep. Postal rates gone up. I'm like, Oh, great. So I had to bump the a price up just a touch. So anyway, not bad. Um, Another update from Keith Petrus. I don't know if you guys have been following what Keith has had to do recently. Um, we talked some about it, it after Hurricane Harvey, he found his boat. It was across the bay, uh, still attached to the dock, which the dock now is across the bay too. Um, but uh, he's having and then he sent a note. he goes, "Oh, I'll be back in the, I'll be back in my new slip here shortly. No big deal." And then he's had a lot of trouble getting his boat uh, towed back to its spot. So, um, in case you're wondering, he lives on a boat, but the boat has no—it doesn't have really have any. The motor's not really usable anymore. So it's it's uh, it's kind of like a very large canoe, I guess you can think about it. But uh, he's and for go ahead. for
3: anybody who doesn't know before, you, Keith is FTF magazine.
1: Yes, Keith Peterson. If
3: new, or yeah,
1: yeah, he is the uh, the owner and publisher of FTF Magazine, and so Keith is still, I think, in the process. Hopefully, he's got there. He had some. He was he was uh, yesterday or the day before. He was nice. He was next to some really nice palm trees, but uh, he's not back in his spot yet. Hopefully, by by this time, by the show, he's he's in his spot. So anyway, um, so. We talked about before that recently uh, we've been getting uh, some great email and um, we got an email from Finland. So uh, I thought that was awesome. So um, I uh, have been talking to the person who sent that email and I want to package and not really discuss Uh, much about the letter other than we're we've we're working on getting a person who lives in finland who has agreed to come on the show and talk about geocaching in finland because there are some interesting uh rules that they can follow as far as you know in the u.s there's different different parts of the country have different rules like uh, jesse what what kind of rules do y'all have in Colorado? As far as can you put them on any on on the side of any mountain, or do you have to worry about state and national parks? Or
3: well, the national parks that's the same rule as everywhere else, but okay. it's really dependent. Uh, some state parks have really jumped on board, and uh, others are a little hesitant, dependent on you know how the people treat the area. But most of our areas here, we don't have large swaths of area here that are off limits. Okay, um, outside of your normal your normal places, but Most state parks will allow it because there's been so many CEDOs with the groups up here. We're pretty good in most of our places.
1: Right. So, um, uh, so they go through some, some of the rules and and some of the things that they're uh, able to do. And so it's interesting uh, different countries doing different, you know, how they handle geocaching. And so I thought it'd be fascinating and we try to do international shows periodically because I think it's, I, I've always had good feedback from people and I think it's fascinating to talk to people in Australia and Germany and Ireland different places uh, and how they geocache so um, we're working on the schedule for our uh, friend who lives in Finland uh, lives west of Helsinki and so uh, stay tuned for announcement on when we're going to have uh, that person on the show and um, Let's see. What other news do we have? I think that, oh. Uh, My favorite news item. Your next news item is from Sydney. Sydney, go ahead. Oh, right. Are we going to yes. do that one
3: tonight? I thought we were going to push that one off till next no, week. No. Uh, okay. <laughs> All right.
2: It's you know, breaking news. Recently <laughs> announced by Geocaching HQ that International Earth Cache Day has now become International Earth Cache Weekend. Ooh. It's two days this year. So if you find an Earth Cache on October 7th or 8th, Saturday or Sunday, for all you Canadians who have Thanksgiving that day, you have an extra day. Um, you get a special International Earth Cash Day souvenir.
3: That's pretty cool. Are you going? Are y'all going to find one on that day?
2: Probably. Uh,
1: how far do you have drive
3: to travel? Like
2: fifty miles.
0: Yes, I was going to say, how far do you have to travel?
1: I have to go a long way. Dan, how far do you have to go for an Earth cache?
0: Uh. Probably not too far, twenty some miles up to. I think Watkins Glen still has one in New York.
1: Okay, we we got to go at least probably forty five, but we'll try to work out. As we, you know how it is. We talked about it before. Every time I find a geo or earth cache, I get further and further away from from the next one. So we'll right. so
2: have to plan some sort of trip for that weekend, Gary. So yeah,
1: can... there's still some over in the DFW area, so we'll, we'll be fine. So yeah, we'll 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 go get our we'll go get one this that weekend. So,
3: uh, twenty miles for me as the crow flies, but that puts me up in the mountains, so makes it a little more difficult.
1: There's some tough earth caches around you. Mm-hmm. I mean, not yours. You just drive up to it, but
0: uh, mine are easy. <laughs> All of mine are easy. <laughs> That's because Jesse has a geocaching helicopter, and he just
1: he does drops on and down. Uh, you yeah. weren't
0: supposed to know that that's right oh sorry sorry one day one day i hope to but uh yeah.
1: he just flies no are all
3: pretty easy there's only one of mine that's a hike and it's we were just looking that up it's only a couple miles so it's not very
1: well, not very hard it's not too bad i guess you're where that's, i go that's how it
0: always starts out oh that won't be too bad <laughs>
1: right it won't be too bad it's a, it's just straight up the hill it's no big deal yeah
3: well it is that is true it is it's on top of a mountain but that's okay <laughs>
1: Three, three. Get the. It's just five hundred more feet that way. That's right. Straight up. Yeah. It's
3: just right there. I can tell on the map. No, but we'll we'll probably get one. I I've got set a new goal. I'm trying to get to hundred Earth caches. So what? That's gonna take me forever. Oh, serious 100%. travel. I signed a challenge, so I got to now. Uh
1: huh. <laughs> Have you signed a five-five Earth cache challenge yet?
3: Um, I have, I have, I have not done a five-five Earth cache, but I have a couple on the list. Okay. So, if,
1: I, I I don't. How can you make a well? That's for another show. But how can you make an Earth cache a difficulty five? I mean, you have to ask a lot of questions, or
3: it would be for another show. But right. I will say Grand Canyon. <laughs>
1: Oh, that's my
3: hint on that one. So, okay. Grand Canyon. All that's right. what I'm going for. I'll
1: go look okay. for that one because, uh, or not look for it. I'll go go look for the the geocache page <laughs> on it. Yeah, that's that's my my extent of that one is just to go find the page. So,
3: it's called the title of the cache for that one is Rim to Rim. Oh, and okay. I'd love to get into that mm. discussion yeah. again someday. That's not for tonight, but no,
1: not for tonight. <laughs> tonight we're going to talk about cache me if you can, the game and the, and the card game. We'll get to that in a little bit, but Dan, let's start by talking a little bit about your geocaching. So how, how, and when did you even find out about geocaching?
0: Um, It was in December of uh, 2007. I got a, uh, one of those Christmas card letters from a friend and, you know, this is what our daughter's doing. And um, I'll, the, the wife wrote the letter and all it said was um, Charlie started geocaching and then in parentheses, look it up. And that's all it said. <laughs> that's awesome. And so I was like, what's that? And so, uh, you know, I probably ended right up on geocaching.com and was like, Oh, this is cool. And so I created an account and used my real name cause I didn't know. And then after about three caches figured that out and changed it. Um, and it was really great because I started in January in upstate New York, you know, and so it's uh it was some cold hikes, <laughs> I'll tell you right. that. That's awesome though. Um so yeah, so uh did that for quite a while.
3: Cool. So does anybody else want to admit that they used a real name when they started? I did not. <laughs> no one wants to admit it. I did
1: it. <laughs> I'm fan. Uh, I didn't I
3: didn't know either.
1: Well, I don't remember
2: how I figured out that you were supposed to make like a code name. Like, I don't remember that, but I never, I, that was always my name is what it is.
3: Again, for another show, but I did some other dumb things to start to that would get us way (laughs) off track. (laughs) We have a whole show for that one later. But Well,
0: (laughs) I I think it was probably once when I went to put the logs in online, you know, and I started looking at everybody else's and said, huh, I'm the only one with a real name here, so. Uh, changed it then.
1: Hmm. Uh, yeah, um, uh, Craig, who's C. Michelle, is said he never used his real name. So, way to but go! But this is
2: like a sounded-out version of. Yeah, his,
1: it is. His real name. It is C is his first initial. My, C Michelle. Yeah, worked perfect. Mm-hmm. Uh,
3: Nobody's I, admitting to it in the chat room either.
1: No, they're not. <laughs> so they're just, not. <laughs>
3: Just, just me and you. That's it. Well, <laughs> that's it.
1: F- France,
0: Six million geocachers, and we're the only two.
3: <laughs> yeah, nobody else ever did that, right?
1: Francis Sabero, he says, "I, I still." He basically uses his real name, so FS Sabero. So, it's okay, Francis. We're good with that, buddy. You're all right. No There's no problem with that. Yeah, Tim does too. Tim, yeah, Tim. Tim can okay, so we're not name. alone. You're not alone. <laughs> Anyways,
2: <laughs> tangent. So, um, if you could pick maybe one or two, what would be your, I guess, favorite geocaching location you've gone to, or maybe a favorite cache experience you've had?
0: Um, <clears throat> you know, location. Well, uh, I actually, I, I really prefer the caches that are right in front of you that you're looking at them and you don't realize it's a cache and you want to smack yourself on the head afterwards. Those Mm -hmm. are my favorite. And um, so one that comes to mind was a guardrail cache um, and it was a two-parter. So we're looking up and down the guardrail and it's uh, there's a, you know, the car car key magnet thing on the guardrail. Like, Oh, this is going to be easy one and open it up. And there's a wooden block and it says close so we close it up, put it back, and start looking around, looking around. Can't find anything, thinking, well, maybe, oh, I didn't look on the other side of the block. Maybe there's coordinates on the other side of the block. So I go back and I take the wooden block out and look at it, and there's nothing there. So put it back. We keep looking around, looking around. And I'm like, it's, we're like, it's got to be in that key thing. And so, uh, open it up a third time and look, and it's the coordinates are written right on the lid. Mm. Um, never even looked at the lid of the thing. And so we made sure we, we wrote, uh, in our notes about, thanks. He really got us, even though it was, that one's a simple one, but, um, there's another one, um, that's, that's, uh, a a cemetery cache. And so, you know, we're looking around along the fence and, uh, and there's a sign now it was hidden by a guy named golfer 89 and the reason his name is golfer 89 he's never broke a 90 golfing and that was so geocaching is the only time he's ever done that Mm -hmm. so um, so we're looking around and we see a sign hanging on the fence that says golfer fencing no fence too high or too low so really professionally printed and and we're like we got to be in the right area um eventually we noticed a seam down the side of it and it was two large magnets he had printed stuck together hanging on the fence and the cache was in a plastic bag between Ooh, the
1: that's it was cool. in the
0: sign yeah so i i mean i love those kinds uh location i don't know they, 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 you know it, it's kind of cool that there's these parks and places right around your neighborhood you didn't even know they were there until you started caching so that i think that's kind of neat
3: so that's close by do you get to travel much somewhere outside of your local neighborhood to cash any
0: <laughs> well uh since i started a game company i'm gone every weekend i'm booked like i'm in ohio right now we just we're coming from grand rapids michigan head, heading back to new york so mm-hmm. i'm in a uh, exclusive uh, hotel room here <laughs> so uh
1: yeah you're the you're, you're the posh uh, apparently the game's going well because you're in the, like a posh like hilton right
0: oh Yeah, yeah. Hey, step on that cockroach, will you, Patrick, anyway? (laughs) Um, So uh, now, you know, try to save money here and there. But uh, so oddly or sadly, uh, I did get to go geocaching I think it was two weeks ago but it's really suffered because i'm on the road so much and we're Mm. and uh we started the game company which began with the geocaching game but now we have four games that are out there and oh very cool uh, so we're at gaming conventions and geocaching events and all sorts of things so
1: well this will be interesting because um i know that both sydney and i are big tabletop game people i don't jesse Mm -hmm. you play you play much tabletop so yeah Well,
3: it depends on what style, right? We have a okay. game closet full of board games. Sure, mm-hmm. different style, and whatever my girls are currently into is what we're playing. Right. So,
1: right, so very cool. Yeah, we uh, uh, and like I said, Cindy are very nerdy. We will actually watch YouTube Speak for videos. Yourself, Gary. Hey, I know you do this too, so don't 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 deny it. Watch YouTube videos of other people playing games. Yeah,
0: that's big. That's actually big.
1: Geek and I mm-hmm. watch I watch Game Night. I love Game Night, which is uh Geek and Sundry I think which they. But I watch them because they're very they're more tutorial than like um Oh. Well, tabletop would be entertaining. Tabletop Yeah. Cuz you got um the guy that's from Star that's Trek. That's
2: Will Wheaton, right? Yeah. I, I love Will that Wheaton.
1: show. Cuz Will Wheaton has on other guests like movies, movie people We'll be oh, yeah. him
0: yeah, Felicia Day and all these other uh yeah yeah stars I should just are...
2: tweet at Will Wheaton be like, You guys should try this geocache cash me if you can game. <laughs> That's right. Maybe they they have it,
0: have at it.
2: <laughs> Wouldn't that be something?
1: He has geocache yeah, before, be so I mean he's true. He has geocache, so that would be cool mm-hmm. to add that to the mm-hmm. we'll get him doing that. That'd be perfect. But when work. is he on the show?
3: You haven't set Will that Wheaton? up yet, Gary? Oh, yeah. No, I'm sure. Come, hey, Come on, Gary. tried. Hey. I didn't see in 30 yeah, seconds, seconds. I'm just checking. I've yeah. told
1: you. I've tried to contact Will Wheaton, Hugh Jackman, uh, you know, I've I've but tried Benedict Cumberbatch, I tried to have him on the show. So, we're still working on those people. They're all in They're all in process.
0: Gary's going to yeah. have restraining orders for all of Hollywood. <laughs> well, well, arguably I'm the combination of all three. <laughs> no. no, okay.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Do we have Dan on? Dan's awesome for this. No, uh, so uh, uh, anyway, we're gonna we want to talk about. Th- we're gonna start with the game, mm-hmm. and we'll work our way from there. So let's start with with the actual game.
2: Yeah, tell okay. us tell us a little bit about how you play and what you have to do.
0: All right. Well, first of all, it uh, you know comes in an ammo can box because mm, you know what else, ooh, right?
1: That's perfect. That's perfect.
0: And um, the, some of this will be hard to show on this, but well, I understand. Then, we'll
1: we'll talk about it. We'll kind of yeah. We'll and then
0: there's that. there's three uh, game boards that are modules. So that's okay. uh, one of the woods boards. There's another woods board, and then there's a main like town board um, that you'll go through to restock on equipment or uh, replace your pen or GPS, and, and a hospital which might come in Jesse? To play.
1: There's a hospital <laughs> there for you, buddy. Been there.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm um, cool. that. On the board, where the the uh, grids are, there's a bunch of tiles that you know. It's a really good thing I brought this in from the car. That would have been embarrassing. <laughs> that's um, good. So all the tiles that have a oh, there's the camera, uh, like a you know wood wood back mm-hmm. wood back that matches kind of the board. And on the other side, there's uh, speaking of hospitals, there's the there's hazards. I don't know if you could see that, but that's the cliff. Um, all right. There's uh, basically tradition. There's a traditional cache, so all you need is your pen and GPS to get this. Now, this one has a geocoin inside, and I'll get to that. Okay. Um, and then there's the cute little ant carrying the uh, nano cache. It's <laughs> awesome. Yeah, love the ant. So yeah. uh, each player will start out with three pieces of equipment, and when you draw the equipment card, you're actually going to choose which piece you want this to be based on how you have it facing so that it's readable to you.
1: So like it, a, an example is like there's a key is one of them. There's yeah, so them. here's the
0: flashlight. And, and the game itself is pretty straightforward because on the flashlight, it, I'm not sure if there's too much glare to read that, but it'll say you need this in order to take the night cache. And on the night cache, it'll say you need the flashlight. Sure. Um, so... Uh, and then I'll just talk about the Geocoins briefly. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you encounter a cache that has a Geocoin in it, um, you'll p- take one of 12 of these Geocoins, and they're worth mm-hmm. uh, one point in their okay. uh, standard state. However, on the backs, is secretly, they have a goal Ooh. that you can try to achieve. And if you achieve that goal, you'll party get points geocoin. that you can see.
1: Yeah, that's the, so part, this one, that's the party Geocoin. Yeah,
0: you're going to have to have certain uh, pieces of equipment to achieve this. But as soon as you achieve it, you flip it over, and it becomes worth three points. Um, and then there's also uh, event cards, and there's some things I'm sure that have never happened to you while geocaching. Uh, <laughs> Questioned
2: by the police. Jesse?
3: Finally. I finally got to get one. Yeah. <laughs> Which is funny because
1: um, Jesse's a former police officer, so he, he's has well, kind- well, He could, like, stop himself and ask, what are you doing out here? I'm geocaching. Well, keep
0: keep going. Yeah, yeah, he can ask himself, so that counts. Um, So (laughs) basically, try not to make it too, uh, you know, you call take that because it's you're geocaching together, but you're competing to be the first one to get to 15 points. There are a few things like you can – so when a cache is revealed (laughs) – You can, if you have this event card, you can disable the cache a little bit before someone gets there to pick it up um, and that kind of thing. Um, So essentially you're, it it simulates the experience of geocaching because you're searching through, uh, you know, this woods. And when you hit, um, when you hit terrain features, they'll actually stay on the board in the spot. So once it's revealed, the cliff will always be here. And so The further along you go in the game the more you are aware of the map and what you might need to get through the pricker bushes or the hot Mm -hmm. sun and those kinds of things. Um, So it's about a half hour game with two players and and maybe 45 50 minutes with three and four players.
1: Oh very cool. You know uh, that's uh, very interesting. I like the fact that it's not a set board which um, those are the kind of games I, I always love. Is the fact that the board doesn't it has some basic stuff on it, like you know, like you know, but the game's different every time, right? Because the 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 cliffs are moving around, or the cliffs not on the same spot. Right.
0: It's it's actually different in two ways. One is the the tiles themselves and how they get placed, and sometimes the woods is. Kind And sometimes it's nasty and most of the time it's in between, but also the way you, uh, I'm probably not going to be able to do this, but the way you configure the map too. And so if you, this is going to be a juggling act, but okay. you can, you can oh, yeah. set them up and make a deep woods right um this looks great and uh uh, and so that changes uh how you play in your in your strategy and also so there's three places where the um Mm. woods can come off and so if you don't use this one then going to the hospital uh the, how the impact on the game changes mm-hmm. based on where the boards are. So,
1: so the um, the woods could be separated. So you could have the woods, the different wood um, parts of the boards can be in different locations. Whereas there's a chance though that you could have you could have like woods and then another set of woods past them, which makes it like really difficult to go. Like that's your deep woods you're talking about, where you could go even further out.
0: Right. And so there's a couple tiles in there called snakes and you, you're supposed to scream like a little girl and you got to run back to the town board. And so when you have a deep woods and you get way out there, um, it's that's pretty bad mm-hmm. <laughs> to see the snakes. But um, so, that, yeah, things change up each time you you play because of uh, a few of those things. That's very cool. Do you get points for screaming
3: like a little girl when the snake comes <laughs> out?
0: Uh, you should, you really should. Uh, <laughs> no, you don't, but may, maybe the next edition.
1: That'd be pretty funny. I'd you have Jesse points. Yeah. There yeah you have go.
2: Jesse,
3: points. Jesse points.
1: Jesse bonus.
3: I'm not afraid to scream like a little girl. It happens, right?
1: Exactly. <laughs> it's
0: okay. It
1: happens to all of us. <laughs> yeah. So I would, you know, in,
0: in terms of, uh, ages, um, I, safely say eight years old and up and, and the eight and 14 year old group really like the exploratory nature of going out on the board and, and uh, you know, looking at the tiles. Now you, you don't just, you can just randomly run out into the woods to start flipping tiles, but there's also map cards. And when you go through the store, you can uh, look at uh, a number of tiles ahead of time, um, six tiles typically. And so, uh, that works well for the kids. For me, I forget what the first tile is that I looked at by the time I get to the fifth tile. But, right, um, uh, you know, at least you have some kind of indication of what you're going for. But it costs you time, and it's essentially a race to to get to those points. Now, there's also an advanced. It's not it's not that advanced, but an advanced victory condition in which you go to 18 points and you need to end your turn at the geocaching mega event. Um, but it changes the game in the sense that there's things that people can do to reduce your points on occasion. And so once I know the, the points are public knowledge. So I know you have 18, I know you're heading back to the Mm -hmm. geocaching event to win. And there's a couple of things maybe I can do to stop you. Mm -hmm. Um, so, but in the, but you know, for kids, the basic version, hitting 15 points first on their wins, you know, works pretty well. Um, and then there's some eight-year-olds that are just, you know, smarter and better at gaming than I am. And so the, the age range thing is always kind of funny to put on a game. But
1: Right. That's very really cool, though.
0: So, so we've heard good things. Yeah. Go ahead.
3: So that kind of covers how the game is played. But how, where did you come up with this idea and decide to actually make it a reality for a geocaching game?
0: So, I, like I said, I started caching in 2007. Um, I introduced a friend of mine in, to geocaching. I think it was 2012. And um, he went bananas. I mean, he every day after work, he was going somewhere. Um, and when his birthday came around, his children wanted to do a, a geocaching-themed birthday party. Well, it was January, upstate New York. I couldn't hide things in his backyard, or he'd just follow the tracks in the snow. So I said, well, I'll go online and buy a, a board game, because there's a board game about everything. And um, at that, there wasn't a board game about geocaching, and so I you know, took out the old cardstock and scissors and did some things and we worked on it and played it at the at his birthday party. Now he and I were the only two geocache cashers actually there, and um, but the rest of our friends were board gamers and uh, played it and were like, "You really should do something with this. This is this is pretty good." Um, so he and I started going to uh, some gaming conventions around New York State, and uh, we ran into a guy who used to work for Mayfair Games who really took us under his wing and uh, helped us out a lot. It was a little bit more like Monopoly when we first had it, and uh, got rid of the dice and got rid of all of that stuff. So there's there, there's no dice in this game. Um, but there's still luck, certainly. Uh, but um, it we got to the good part of the game. You used to have to roll the dice and try to get coordinates, and sometimes you were just Ooh. going around and around the board, trying to land on the right spot. So that part got taken out, so you just get to the the good parts.
3: So this is pretty different than the original game that you cut out of cardstock while you were
0: creating it. I'm pretty, I think I still have that in a drawer somewhere. Actually, I should pull that out and look at that. Or
1: that could be worth something. Yeah. You got to keep that
0: dollar 50, two dollars. You know, (laughs) no,
1: no, we could, we could, we could auction that off really for some, some real, I mean,
0: yeah, no, hang I'm on to just, that. I'm just—I have a little bit of a sarcasm streak. So,
3: no, you're um,
1: good. You're good. We like that. But uh, you
3: fit right in, then. Some of us
2: yeah. are sarcastic.
3: Mm, so here's okay. so here's the hard hitting and most important question that we could possibly ask.
0: Okay, right? I'm ready.
3: Is there any mention of, or are there any where I goes
0: in this game? <laughs> there, there's no <laughs> lamppost caches or, oh, or well, those.
1: That's all the show <laughs> we have for the night. Oh, no, uh, but at least there's
0: no earth caches either, though, right? Um, so I guess I can forgive you <laughs> then. There's there's uh, three virtual caches, and essentially they oh. they kind of function like earth caches. So oh. not, they're, 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 I'm so hurt. Sydney, run you up see your
1: alley, girl.
2: It. For those uh, that don't know, Jesse loves where I goes.
1: What?
0: Maybe ha- a little, a smidge.
1: And hates earth caches.
0: Oh, and- perfect. Well, I had you in mind when we did this. <laughs>
1: doesn't hate
3: them,
0: I should say. No, well, I, don't,
3: I don't hate them. I don't hate them. No, I just um, – but do you actually – so you said virtuals? There's some virtuals in the game?
0: Well, essentially what they're there for is um, if if they weren't in the game, you'd be better off getting what I would call offensive equipment. In other words, the flashlight and the things that allow you to take caches. Um, the, the boots and the gloves and the things that protect you are nice because you don't lose time going to the hospital. But you still had kind of an edge if you ignored all those things and took the the offensive things. so what the virtual caches uh require is a combination of jacket boots uh, you know i think one 's called a mountain cache so it gets it gets the defensive equipment so that you can get some points by having that and that came out in the third edition. Yeah, cool. the where the where it goes went in the first edition, and they were so unpopular. Yeah, no, I'm just kidding.
1: <laughs> Dan, you are so right.
0: I am crying inside I love this
1: guy.
0: Who, who has the who has the control of the board? Because if I suddenly disappear, no, that's no, right. uh, I
1: have control. I have control, and you are just <laughs> oh, okay, fine. Okay, I'm, I'm good. Because you can tell fan. that I
3: don't already. So, <laughs> but hey, you know what? That's okay.
1: But uh, Jesse, yeah. you might be able to take. You might be able to reverse this. Take the Cash Me If You Can game and create a Where I Go out of the game.
3: Trivia questions about the game or something like that. That'd be very cool. Well,
1: because yeah. you talking about how you need a flashlight and like yeah. you were saying, Dan, how you like a coat and you need to pick up a, you know, you have to pick up different things. Well, I'm, that made me think about in Jesse loves to, well. You have some, I think, Jesse, like that, where in, in your way yeah, go, we yeah. have to, you have to pick up stuff and use the tools and stuff. So
3: It'll probably be just as many people that go find them as the other
0: <laughs> ones, nobody.
1: <laughs> oh, <laughs> so. well. It's still fun to make, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, it,
2: was man.
0: A little, it was a little difficult to do in the scope of this game. Yeah. Uh, so.
3: so you said the third, you're on the third edition now?
0: Yeah, we uh, – um, We've uh, sold through enough to actually do three runs and the box, the box has improved each time uh, along with certain parts of the game and the components. But uh, um, yeah, so it's, it's done well enough that we could do that.
3: So with the fourth edition, we'll be, we'll be crossing our fingers for where it goes and you could even (laughs) incorporate some of the new rules. There's new rules for
0: geocaching now, so you could... Right. You and, know, and suddenly sales of "Cash Me If You Can dropped off. Uh,
3: yeah. <laughs> oh, ouch. Don't put I them out of... Up. No, but you could You could have a shovel because you can bury caches now. You, there's some true. other little rules like that, yeah.
0: Hmm. You know, um, stay, stay away actually, from the
3: train station, but you know.
0: <laughs> so we actually had, you know, and i I'm just thinking about it, otherwise I would have, I could always uh, provide the links. Um, but there's a couple of, of cachers that have the game and, and uh, really enjoy it. And one guy came up with a whole rule set of how to play it as a cooperative game. And, um, you know, we've been talking, and I kind of want to hammer that out and put that up on, you know, our website for free. Uh, at the same time, another guy was working on an um, uh, extreme geocaching uh, version of this and then oh, we Jesse. came. We yeah, we came. I like we came, Yeah, we came up with a, a way to do difficulty levels that I, I think incre- makes the game more interesting. But it's so easy to do that I think we'll just it would be so expensive to produce the tokens uh, versus what you basically just would need these tokens that you might as well just cut out pieces of paper instead of <laughs> buying the thing. And so we probably will uh, give the rules away for that too. Um, but there's different ways. Uh, you know that you can play and add on to the game a little bit there's also a zombie expansion pack i don't know if you knew that Ooh. um oh, really and so the premise the premise of that and now it's kind of funny because i'm at gaming conventions and people ask and they give me a blank look but when i'm at geocaching events they all go yeah of course so the premise is <laughs> the zombie apocalypse has begun but you have your priorities straight and you're going to geocache anyway <laughs> Yes. That's, yes. So why it, why it's different than I think about every other zombie game is that the goal of the game actually doesn't change. You're trying to geocache and get the most points. You're just doing it during the zombie apocalypse. Um, <laughs> That's awesome. Now the the one minor problem is that if you get landed on uh, by a zombie, you become one. But as a zombie, the will to geocache is still there, of course, and so you continue to geocache. Um, That's great and the way you would win as a zombie is you get all the other humans to be zombies and be the best geocaching zombie in the end. So it's, it's a pretty silly um, actually the the gameplay becomes more chess-like, but the imagery becomes pretty silly. So I've end, I've ended a game as a one-legged zombie on a bicycle and, and, and stuff like that. So um, because the, the original game was never built with the intent of, of, uh, of the, the crazy expansion.
1: Wow. That's, that, that is that's awesome. awesome. Um, are there muggles in the game? Oops, I didn't
0: mean to punch my microphone. That's okay. There may be uh, a Ooh. muggles thing. Ooh, so what they do basically, um, you have a little more control, but essentially – um, a player would play this. They pick up six of the tiles on the board, shuffle them up, and put them back down face down. So oh. you used to know where everything is, but now you don't.
1: Muggles. Oh, I hate them.
0: Oh, muggles.
1: The mugglers. Yes.
0: The uh, mugglers. That's, that's what they're called, mugglers. Yeah, still know uh, where I go stuff, though. I'm looking. Okay. You're just there's rubbing a, that in. That's terrible. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But I don't think I've ever been this abused on this show
1: before. Right. <laughs> I, I a
0: lot. great. <laughs> I love it. Uh,
1: but there are multicaches.
0: Yes. Uh, there's actually two kinds of multicaches. One is um, kind of lack of better turn, free for all. So you can get stage one, two, and three, and they don't have to be picked up in a particular order because it would just be too difficult in the scope of the game but (laughs) there is one set that is I just call it a super multi-cache which you Mm -hmm. do have to get in order Um, and uh, that one is actually interesting because the other players inadvertently can help you if you have stage one and they find two and three um, you go over (laughs) and pick pick them up so (laughs) that's that's really nice Um, yeah I'm trying to think what else we got in there puzzle caches and mysteries and yeah mysteries and um night and water um
1: there's there's a store right the swag store you can buy
0: there's a there's a swag store where you replace your pen and gps you you flip over the equipment card to the other side if you change your mind what you want and then there's a sporting goods store which has you pick up equipment cards and event cards and can um a, a map of the area and and look at some of those tiles very cool.
3: Sounds like fun. I know.
0: Cool. We well, well, right certainly there. hope so. <laughs> I made a really boring game. And, uh, yeah, we're yeah. just going to talk about it for a while.
1: Well, I like the fact that you now, you know, this is, like you said, version three, and there's a lot of, you've added so many cool things to it. I think some people don't realize how well, I mean, how much you've worked on this game and that you, you've, you've put a lot of effort into to improving it. I think it's really cool.
0: Yeah, it's... Um... You know, it's evolved as we found a couple of things here and there. I'm not sure the experience is entirely different um, for version one to version three, but there's just a few things here and there we cleaned up and mm-hmm. added um, and, and still know where I goes.
1: <laughs> just checking. Let me check again. No, still know where nope, goes.
0: Not, They're not there. I just looked. The people oh, just to the show. I-
2: can't seem yeah. to find it for some yeah, reason. I
0: know.
3: Oh, for I mean, the people that are not watching the live show, I'm crying right now. So <laughs> <laughs> they're just listening. You can't see me crying, but that's okay.
2: Oh boy. Um, so what have people like in the community been saying?
0: Um, so I, I actually, actually, there's reviews, as, uh, reviews on Amazon.com and Geocaching.com and. Um, my computer saying, do you want to install an update? Like new, but you know who would get blamed if I suddenly disappear. Um, So what was the question? Okay. Uh, (laughs) That totally threw me off. Um,
1: Fan reaction.
0: Yeah. So you can see some of the um, uh, reviews that people have done there and, um, when we're at events, people will come up and, and just tell us how much they love it. Um, I, I remember one woman, probably one of the first few people that came up to tell us of the game. So I really didn't know how it would be received. And her demeanor was like, are you the guys that designed this game? And I thought, Oh, <laughs> cause I bought it like a month ago and I'm like, uh, yeah, <laughs> like what's wrong? And she's like, we, <laughs> we absolutely love it. We just love it. <laughs> and so I'm like, okay, whoo, um, but uh, the first time we went to Midwest Geobash, uh, we were in a, you're in that big airplane hangar thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, a couple people came up early on and were like, why would I buy a game about a game? And uh, you know, so you just politely say, well, if you know, maybe it's not your thing and that's okay. Cause if I sell the game to 1% of the 6 million geocachers, I'd take that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, so about, one thirty in the afternoon. Uh, I've seen rain before. This was not rain. This was sheets of, of Noah's Ark torrential downpour. So everybody at the event, basically, the only place you could go was inside there. And they have a bunch of tables set up, and a couple of people bought the game, and they started playing it, and then other people were watching them, and they started, we couldn't, you know, we we're like using the credit card swiper, going crazy. So, <laughs> That's you awesome. know. It, we asked them people that run Midwest, if they could do that every year um, and, and have they, a trench for rain. Yeah. <laughs> they try, they do their best, but <laughs> right. it uh, hasn't always panned out that way. So anyway, it's, it's, uh, it's, you know, that it, it, once people see people playing it or once they play it, uh, the reactions generally very positive.
1: That's awesome. Um, so do you, uh, well, let let's, let's start with, let's start with this. Um, What events uh, that are left this year are, are, do you have any, do you have any events planned this year to show the game and sell the game?
0: Um, New Jersey Metro um, is coming up.
2: The end of October.
0: Thank you. Near Halloween time. Yep. The the 28th. So I'll be at, I'll be at that one now. Um, Space coast uh, mm-hmm. sells sells it at some events they go to and I don't know what they have coming up and uh, Cash Advance has it um, and they'll sell it and um, okay, cool. my brain is failing right now. That's One of okay. their uh, um, hats, t-shirts.
1: Oh my oh, gosh. Uh, Red Hat?
0: Yeah, Red Hat also mm-hmm. has it. Uh, sorry guys. Um,
1: we love all of them.
0: Yeah, and I think... Um, uh, drives cash closet, mm-hmm. um, and them. also I'm—I think she's running Tampa Bay geocaching store. If she's still mm-hmm. coming, going to some events. Very cool. I really hope I didn't forget anyone because you know that's a bad thing.
3: <laughs> Have you ever yeah. been to Moga? Uh,
0: yeah, we went to the one in Athens, Ohio. Right. Um, and I think that's the only one we've been to.
3: I'm just thinking that they have a lot of competitions there and I could see some kind of board game tournament. They have all kinds of competitions. That'd be kind of neat.
0: Yeah. Um, uh, what Midwest does is they give us uh, to take like four hours and, and people just play the game. Um, mm-hmm. I think there's so much going on that, sure. um, you know, you want to run around outside and do some geocaching too. And, and, you know, the hope is you, you do that, but this is for the rainy day or, or, or when it, I mean, you know, when it's mm-hmm. really rainy. Um, cause I know there's enough hardcore geocachers that a rainy day isn't going to stop anybody. Um, you know, but when it's just miserable out or it's, you know, you just want to hang out at the house. Um, so we've, uh, talked about tournaments, but I think at those kind of events, it's a little difficult just because there's so much going on, um, that it might be tough to get enough people involved, but mm-hmm. certainly open to it. But.
3: Would be neat. Yeah.
1: No, it's, you know, very cool. And um, we, uh, you know, like I'm sure you've, you're starting to plan for next year. Um, you got you Woodstock in Ohio this next this coming year, and
0: uh, we plan you know, on being at uh, ASP in mm-hmm. in New York.
1: Um, oh, there you go, Sydney, right, right up your way.
2: I go there. So-
0: okay well we've been there this is our fifth year um i think or was our fifth year i don't know okay. uh somewhere mm-hmm. around there and then uh i think after that it's um is mid what am i missing midwest midwest we'll do uh geo woodstock in cincinnati this year is yep. the plan and then berkshire we normally do All right uh i don't know that i'm and then woods, you know, like I said, Woodstock wanders around. Depends if one comes close enough to us. Yeah, because anything west of the Mississippi, cash advance kind of, mm. you know,
1: covers for us. Right. Um,
0: for the most part.
1: Yeah, drives is down here. next next I mean, he's right in my neck of the woods, so he yeah, okay. covers a little bit of Texas. But, uh, um, and then S- Space Coast. Well, they they travel a lot. Space Coast. We're gonna. Uh, the, they come this way sometimes too. But, okay. um. But people can buy it, buy the game online, and we'll have the link in the show notes. But you have several places online that
0: yeah, it's well, it's at geocaching.com. It's on Amazon. It's on our website. Um, also, it's in Norway, Finland, UK, and Denmark. Oh, very so, cool. Uh, GeoSport awesome. in Norway. Uh, I'm going to say it wrong in Finland. There, you'll find out with your guests yeah, <laughs> well, uh, later. But uh, uh, Kevin Ala, I believe, and then uh, in in uh, the UK is UK Geocachers, and in Denmark, oh my gosh, I don't know, GeoGreg, if that's how you say that. Okay. Um So those are folks that have uh, carried the game.
1: Oh, very cool. Um, so you're you're about to. Ramp are about to produce or about to uh, allow for purchase. It's sort of in pre production, I guess, at the moment, or you can let us know what is going on with the card game. There you are. There it is. Yeah. So tell us about the card uh, game.
0: So the board game is is fun and and enjoyable, um, but it's a little hard. It's got a, a bunch of pieces. So sometimes you want something just a little more portable. Um this is going to be almost impossible to show. Oh, that's okay. uh, we'll talk about it with this face up. It does use the same a lot of the same um, features of well actually, I can give an example this way Okay. Um, but of the the artwork in the in the other games, oh, so it, it cool. is called cash me if you can yep. the, the card the geocaching card game. Okay. Uh, what you do is... It's, it's a press-your-luck game. So the deck is there. You flip over the top card, and in this case, it's a mystery cache. So mm-hmm. I might as well keep going. If I hit two hazards, I think this deck is not shuffled. So <laughs> right. <laughs> um, if box, I, so. Yeah, it's not. So if I hit um, two hazards, so here's, here's one, the swamp. And so... Um, so now I have a... That's not a, a hazard,
1: right, Jesse? That's not a hazard. That's a
0: starting location. <laughs> yes, that's true. So I, I have a mystery cache and a swamp. Um, I cannot collect the mystery cache unless I have a solve card uh, in my possession. So I'll keep going along. And eventually, if I get a, a coordinates card, that's going to allow me to take all the other types of caches. Oh, gotcha. And so um, then if I have a traditional that comes up, Uh, I decide to, I'm going to end my turn. So what I have here is a mystery, a swamp, a coordinate, and a traditional cache. So I collect that, and it's worth one point. Now it it passes to the next player's turn. The cards that are there, um, you have the option to leave and build off of that or uh, wipe them out and start over. And so it makes the decision of what you take. Uh, more interesting because you're going to leave something for other players. So another player may wish to continue on because the coordinates are already there, which will help find other caches. Now, if an equipment card comes up, uh, you you must choose it when it comes up and end your turn. So, again, that makes for some interesting choices because uh, if I choose the key, I then have the key... Uh, You play through the the deck three times, so I have the key for later on, and if uh, the padlock cache comes up, I'm able to claim it, but only if I have the key and coordinates. Oh, cool. Um, So the game ends the third time through the deck if – I'm sure Jesse's had this happen. Um, The (laughs) third time through the deck if this guy comes up. Um, that's when the the game, the the game ends. And we do have a few
1: of those. That was a bear by the way that he just showed. Yeah. Oh,
0: sorry. That's the audio. Yeah. And the bear is also an automatic bust. So even if you don't have another hazard in the first two times through the deck, uh, there's that threat of him coming up and, and you'll bust and, uh, discard the entire hand. Um, Oh, when Um, we go into production, uh, I don't know. I have a few of the pre-production ones available and I'll, I'll have them with me at, uh, at New Jersey Metro. Um, we're giving, or maybe I shouldn't be announcing
1: that. No, no, you go perfect timing, perfect timing, Dan, because I'm going to ask a question here about what you're about to talk about. So go right ahead.
0: Um, we're giving, I want to make it suspenseful now. So, oh. uh, <laughs> oh, so it's, a, it's actually going to be a where, where, where it go. Um, so <laughs> no, no, it's not. So we're giving away one of the, uh, pre-production copies of the game. Sorry. Awesome. I, can't, I cannot help myself, uh, to one of the listeners of the show here. And, um, you know, so you get to play with this. Essentially, there's going to be a couple of minor changes in the, and the look of the final uh, production. So, for example, in this one, um, it's it's a piece of equipment. But it but uh, oh, your battery's running low here, Patrick. Oh.
1: That's never a good sign. <laughs> no, <laughs> oh,
0: the uh, fight, right? What other things can I have happen with the computers tonight? Yeah. <laughs>
1: We've so had, we've uh, had any luck there. So uh, the
0: the final production will have like an, a little icon to indicate that it's a piece of equipment. Okay. Um, so uh, it's kind of some of that little stuff. Nothing nothing right. major. It's gonna play the same.
1: Cool. And I'm gonna ask the question, and then we're gonna go over to see. C- There's the team. arm
0: plugging in the computer. <laughs> there you go. That's, <laughs> oh, that's fine. fine. Yeah, that's a uh, technical sport. here, Which is the important part. That's what? right. The
1: audio people have no idea that that's going on right now. Okay. <laughs>
0: there's an arm. There's an arm coming across your
1: head. Uh, right. <laughs> picture in your car an arm reaching across <laughs> your your car radio that's as you right. listen to this the podcast. Um, all right. Uh, chat room. Stop chatting with each other for a moment and listen up. Because they usually they go off on tangents, which is so fine. So this is.
3: A live question, then, we're doing. This is a
1: live question okay. we're going to ask right now. Sorry. Uh, we're, next time, I think we're going to try to do one to include all listeners and watchers of the show. But for tonight, it's a live question only for the chat room. So chat room looks like they're all ready in anticipation of my question. And my question is, you have to do a little research, do a little Googling but for the
3: question, hold on, we're going to build some more suspense.
1: For the question, build some more suspense. How
3: right. accurate do they have to be?
1: Uh, they have to give me the exact answer to this okay. question.
3: And are we going to give them parameters or just make them guess?
1: Oh, they can just guess. Sweet. What, what, what per- parameters, what do you mean? Like they only get one guess? Or? And no, I just meant
3: a range or... Oh,
1: no, no, you can... No, no.
3: Okay, not. good. This is, we just raised the difficulty on this one. We okay. just raised the difficulty. There we go.
1: There's one correct answer. And if you keep asking, if you keep answering over and over again, we, we'll probably throw you, we're not going to let you do that. <laughs> They're give already like, guessing. We'll give you like three answers. Yeah, the, 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 the answer is, and yes, uh, yes, wet coaster, you're right. 42 is the cre- no, it's not. No. Um, it's not the correct answer. I
0: can tell That's you the answer if you want a bit more suspense, I can actually tell you a little trivia about 42 that you might not know. Oh, yeah. Oh, all we, right. we, we, but we do. Or I'll let you do this announcement. No, no, yeah. you don't. Oh, no. You don't. Separate oh, okay. Separate from the, news. the normal 42. Because well, the answer to life, the universe, and everything isn't 42. Oh. He he wanted it to be asterisk, but he was a computer programmer. And if you look in the ASCII 2 table on the keyboard, it how you make an asterisk is control 40 or alt 42. And so they didn't want to put the asterisk in the book, so he did 42. Ah. So the actual life, the answer to life, the universe, and everything is asterisk.
1: There you go. Mm-hmm. See? I all did you, not. You know know learn
0: something. You learn something every
1: day. All you smarty pants out there giving me the answer 42, you are wrong. I
0: sure hope it's true. No,
1: <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs>
0: And he just he made that all that up right the time spot. <laughs> Yeah. Sounds good, right? man
1: Here's the question. In the, in the board game, not the card game, but in the Cash Me If You Can board game, how many caching area tiles are there? So, not <laughs> even
2: know this? Hmm.
0: Well, I'm not going to say.
1: You're not going to say. <laughs> so continue, Sydney, and I, I will keep an eye on the, the uh, chat and okay. see if anybody ever gets this answer correct.
0: Okay, it might be a You're little. Gonna, less. Are you going to ask me to give the right answer? No, it's no. One of two. Okay, good because it's. Someone one two,
1: will get it eventually. <laughs> no, no. <laughs>
0: it's one of I'm two sure. numbers, and I and I always get uh, two of our games confused with the no. number of components.
1: I, I, I got it off your site, so I think we're. Gonna oh okay. wow! Oh, okay. oh, we got it. We got we it got 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 already. Um, oh my goodness! Craig Michelle barely beat out Chris because um, the answer is 92,
0: 90, 96. 90, 98. 98. Hey. Oh geez. ah I
3: lose.
1: So, Craig, somebody must
3: have this game.
1: Yeah, <laughs> well, really? I do right
3: here.
2: <laughs> but it's not gonna sit there and count them all. One. Two, so
1: I, I know what Kindle Kindle put in dots. I figured Kindle was he he probably figured that was good enough. But yeah, ninety eight was the correct answer. He's yes, Craig, you are the winner. So we'll get,
3: <laughs> he's celebrating in front of everybody else.
1: I'll get you information. Right. <laughs> Six. No one answered
0: asterisk, huh? No. Oh yeah, they did. That was earlier. Several people did. <laughs>
1: So anyway, all right, I'll get, uh, Craig, I'll get your information over to Dan. So anyway, back to you, Sydney.
2: Um, so I don't know, we kind of touched on this, but when do you think the card game will be available for people to purchase?
1: Uh,
0: well, I definitely have it planned to be available by ASP Geobash. Um, hopefully sooner. Um, we just have to make a decision whether to go to Kickstarter, mainly because it reaches a lot more people and um, launch it that way or just make it and start selling it. So one is obviously faster than the other. Um, the, the problem with the Kickstarter is it takes about a month to set it up and then a month to run it. And then uh, we can actually manufacture this pretty quickly because it's a, um, a manufacturer outside of Binghamton, New York, that's that's going to make it for us. So, okay. um so, yes, so you're you're going to do you a
1: know. you're going to do a Kickstarter.
0: I don't know. Oh, okay. Um, but I'll say if
1: you if you do, let us know because we'll definitely advertise your Kickstarter.
0: Okay, cool. Um, cool. We'll put it on the website. Or if I start that. selling it, I'll let you know. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah,
1: um, and we want to. We'll, we'll put the links too for that. We want to help. But we love this, so we're we're going to definitely help you on. We'll put it on the website and different places. So.
0: Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, it, it really, the, the hesitation has nothing to do with this actually it, whoops, it has more to do with another game that we have, uh, coming out. And we're waiting to hear there may be a larger company, uh, purchasing the license for that. And then they would take that over. Um, and I could just get royalties. Yeah. Uh, there but, you it, go. but it also would free me up then to, whoops, I keep hitting the microphone. It would <laughs> free me up then, uh, to uh, spend some more time on this and get this out sooner so it, it's really a matter of uh, you know do I bother sleeping or not
1: sure yeah. it's optional yeah, put coin.
0: especially in this motel room
1: uh, yeah well hopefully you get some sleep tonight and hopefully the yeah. bathroom works and the shower and everything so
0: uh, I'm assuming there's running water here I don't know we'll find <laughs> out
1: there's a, hose. there's a hose on the side I don't know not, if you heard that but they, they mentioned that, the, I looked it up online, you, the place you're staying, there's a hose out back, so.
0: Oh, cool. All right. Well, it's kind of warm out, so <laughs> good to know. All right. If there's a hose out back, we can use for a shower if you Yeah, can. he's telling
1: his family that right now, so. Um, all right, well, we're kind of getting to the, the end here, um, so uh, we'll start with, I'll start with Jesse. Jesse, what are your... Final thoughts here as we start to wrap up tonight.
3: One thing to clarify, we were building up such tension. Did we ever mention what the
0: prize was? I think I did, right? Or is it, is this the prize? No, no. <laughs> or you have a different prize. No,
2: that's the prize. That's the prize. That's the I just prize. don't, I think some people were. Yeah.
1: Card game.
3: I think we all jumped right into the question. I don't know that we even ever actually announced what the
0: prize was going to no. be. Everybody just jumped building, in anyway. because building the appropriate amount of suspense. <laughs> I never actually got to it, huh? So, yeah, we have a, f- a few prototype copies of this. So I was talking about the difference between the final thing and the prototype. The uh, We're going to send the prototype copy. Craig. Mm-hmm. Well,
1: it's like a very limited right. edition. Yeah, that's like an Uber.
0: Well, it, uh, we made 30 of them.
1: Oh, there you go. Wow.
2: One of 30, guys. That's pretty rare.
1: That's awesome. So, Craig, coming your way, buddy. Uh, so, all right, Jesse, back to you
3: uh so even though there's not anywhere i goes in this game i still (laughs) am very interested in it and i'm still going to get me a copy and i'd like to see because we play a lot of board games in my house and i cash and you know do everything with my girls and stuff so i have an age range from 10 and 17 for my girls so they're cashers also and board game players so this will be right up their alley and i think we could sit around the table and play Mm -hmm. this quite a bit so uh yeah i'm excited to actually get there, play this and, and get their true reactions. Cause you know, kids are very honest. So, yeah. <laughs>
1: I, I think yeah, we also, great. we need to clarify too. I think Dan, the, the number of players now in the, this version, what, I know you probably have a recommended, but what's the least, well, obviously two is probably the least, but can you play more than four? Or do you recommend four as a
0: time? I recommend four. However, um, I have ran into a guy two months ago. He plays with five all the time. Um, okay. And I'm not the only. There's a danger in that you might not be able to get enough points to win, and so we don't want to err mm-hmm. on that size now side. I know. I also know there was a group. I can't remember what state they but they got together with a, f- a friend that had another copy of the game and they played with eight players because they combined both of their games. turn each turn is very quick. so I theorized that it would be fine because you're not spent it's not a super thinky game where you're taking 30, 40, 50 seconds a turn. It's more like 10 to, to, to 30 tops and <laughs> so it moves fast enough that eight players could be entertained with that. Um, and then eventually we'll get that those solo rules out there to do that. Ooh.
1: But oh, I like
0: it best. You with, I like it best with three and four players. Um, it, there's a lot. I but I always like higher player counts because I like the interaction and and different things that people do.
3: I'm thinking this would work out great at some of our local events. Might have to get a couple copies of it or whatever. But um, just local events. We have people that meet regularly. We have weekly and monthly events. I could see this being popped out there because we're always there for a couple hours anyway. So,
0: yeah. When I, fun... when I started out, we went. I uh, because because now we have four games, so I'm I'm split all over the place. And when I only had the geocaching game, I was going to events, and we were uh, just game night events. So it was a geocaching game night event, so people could come by, just hang out, play the game, visit with each other. Um, and, you know, and watch us play. And, and those were fun. Um, they, they weren't intended to be salesy at all. It was just, uh, I love to meet the people that, that, uh, you know, geocachers are a kind group of people other than the kind of like that one kind of cache. I won't mention again. <laughs> and, uh, um, <laughs> how do you get that last barb in there? I see how it. Uh, <laughs> well, oh, why am I done with that? I So, you know, they're, they're really fun events.
1: All right, Sydney. What what are your? Go ahead. Um,
2: I I agree with Jesse. I think this would be fun if you either have a group of geocaching friends that you you kind of always hang out with. Maybe you could say instead of going geocaching because it's raining today, you know, come over and we'll do inside geocaching.
1: There you go. Um,
2: I've also seen people you know people around here go camping for their mega events. So people bring board games, and this is one of them that they bring and they play at the picnic table at the campsite. So it sounds Very like cool. a, a good time to me. I'll have to, you know, sit down and actually play sometime.
1: <laughs> yeah, definitely. Very cool. Uh, okay, Dan, uh, you can give one more jab at Jesse, or you can just give a wrap up on, uh, the game and the card game too. Or both. <sighs> or both. Or
3: both. And yeah. that was really,
0: uh, or all. um, so the, uh, yeah, the geocaching game is available at our site. Amazon, actually, if you just search "Cash Me If You Can" uh, game, uh, I'm sure it'll come up uh, mm-hmm. on Google. Um, give you a number of options, and the card game. Hopefully, you'll see that around soon. Cool.
1: Love to see it around Christmas.
0: Yeah, that would be that would be that's a possibility. It's
1: possibility. Okay. Well, that's all right. As soon as we make it ourselves, yeah, yeah if
0: we make it ourselves. It'll be that way.
1: Okay. Very cool. Well, um, we uh, really appreciate you coming on and talking about the game. I I mean, uh, it's fascinating, and I think this is something that hopefully everybody now sees is something to to go out and get. I mean, that's really, uh, I think you've really shown, at least to me, the the excitement uh, of this game now I think is is uh much greater to me to to, to, to buy and to, to play now. So uh so love love games and I, I've always wondered about this one. I'm so glad you came on to talk about it. So we, we really do appreciate you doing that. So um, thanks for having me. Oh you bet. You bet. Um so coming up on the show um next week we've got Shanice Jordan will be on the show. She is a uh she is Sierra in the movie Treasure and we'll be giving away Treasure, the Blu-ray. Very nice. Treasure, the Blu-ray. We're giving away one of these um, next week with Shanice. And then um, just an extreme preview. We're hoping to get on Matt Mercurio. We're working on it. Uh, uh, We've had discussions. We're trying to find the right date. But we want to have Matt on. He was Ryan in the movie. So we really, it'll be cool to make our... Uh, get our all of our people on that were in the movie so that'll be great but next week sierra will be on the show with us um week after that we're going to do show 69 which uh it's gonna be uh sort of a combo talk probably between the new guidelines since that came out recently um and also new uh the new virtual caches and so um we may have a special guest on for that day we're still working on that but if not the three of us will hash out the uh Discussion on that one. And then in three weeks, all right, get ready, all you Android people out there who always give us a hard time because we're big Cashly fans. We both use iOS. We're going to be Android for that night, and we're going to talk GC Droid in three weeks. So put that on your schedule, and we're going to be big Android fans for the night. Talk GC Droid. What's an Android an android the droid you know the droid phone the android is that a phone. robot
3: that helps you go caching
1: it does yeah you guys you, you it guys
0: does, actually Put it on your helicopter
1: right onto your geocopter that's right um so we'll be uh talking uh to, to the uh owner of the gc droid app so that'll be fun talking uh, about his app so that'll be in three weeks but anyway well folks we hope you enjoy the show tonight Please email us your comments at geocashtalk at gmail.com. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at geocashtalk. I am at Gary Slinkard, all one word. Uh, Jesse is at Memphis underscore Mafia. Sydney is at Shermanator GC. And Facebook at facebook.com slash geocashtalk. Show can be found on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Play, as well as the geocashtalk website. Don't forget to click on the subscribe button below so that you can see and hear the show on a weekly basis. Until next week, don't just talk about geocaching. Play Cache Me If You Can and go geocaching. Good night, everybody. Good night.
2: All right. All right.